Welcome to Holistic Health is Hot, where your journey to sculpting your dream body meets holistic health. I'm your host, Ashley Roberts. Here, we're going to chat about mindset hacks that have completely transformed my life and dive deep into nutrition and movement that will help transform yours. We're going to get into the intense connection between mind, body, and soul so you can glow from the inside out. Let's get into it. And remember, holistic health is hot. Welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health is Hot. Today we're talking all things gut health. Honestly, this was the this is the second time I'm recording this because the first time I recorded it, I don't know, I was just so out of it and I watched, I was like, okay, it's fine. Like I'll just be able to edit it a little bit. And it was so far gone. I was like, what am I even saying while I was watching it? And I was like, I cannot put this out into the world because people are gonna be so confused and be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Ashley? So here's take two and and it's a couple it's like a week later but we're doing it again and I also wanted to make it a little bit more clear a little bit more concise I was kind of going into the sciencey things and I will go into a bit of the science but I'm simplifying it way more I was even confusing myself last time I tried to record this so let's get into it I wanted to talk about gut health for a few reasons one I'm going through my own gut health journey right now just because you know I thought my acne I feel like I sound so annoying talking about this because I talk about it so often but it's something that's very prevalent in my life and I feel like it honestly makes me feel really not confident in myself because because of my acne and so sorry if you're hearing this for the millionth time but it's something that that I continue to struggle with I'm just sharing this because I just hope that even if I share my journey of my acne that it helps even just one person know that they're not alone and not going through it by themselves so that's why I keep talking about it because it's a big insecurity of mine you know you wake up in the morning and you don't have makeup on you look in the mirror and you're like holy shit my face like what the fuck is on my face like and so it's really hard to not notice it you know it's funny too I feel like some of my friends have kind of expressed my concerns and they're like I didn't even realize you had acne I'm like yeah that's because I wear makeup 24 7 because I feel like I need to cover up my face which is also probably you know part of the problem of me having acne is wearing makeup all the time so it's just this constant struggle but anyways with the media everyone is like oh you know acne is from hormone like your hormones are off you need to cycle sync you need to do this and I went to a naturopathic not a naturopath naturopathic doctor and she was like well your period is very regular I don't think it's I don't think it's your hormones I think it's your gut health and that was really eye-opening to me because I was just confused I was like well everyone in the media says that it's my hormones all these books I've read said it's my hormones but you know I do have a regular a really regular cycle it's only a couple of days. Like it comes every 28 to 31 days. I don't have a lot of PMS symptoms. The only, and I don't notice my acne getting worse during certain phases of my cycle. I have tried to figure out, is it a phase of my cycle that it makes it worse? But truly it feels so random to me. I got my gut health test. I did a stool test and I did a food sensitivity test. And what's interesting is the most thing I'm allergic to is almonds which is very interesting because I eat almonds every single freaking day and so I cut those out for the last couple weeks I feel like I'm seeing some improvements but nothing drastic in my skin I have tried to switch out all my products to non-toxic products but that is a freaking process everything is a toxic product like everything is so 
bad for us. And so you got to do the best that you can. And, you know, I'm still confused on what the heck is toxic and what isn't. So I started using an app called Yuka and EWG is a different one that my naturopath um, recommended to me, but I, they don't have as many products on there. So I've been using Yuka and EWG. So you pretty much just scan it and it'll say how toxic of a product it is. But I even think about, you know, my hair products, like those are all very toxic and very close to my face. So I think that's something I'm going to have to shift soon, but I've tried non-toxic, you know, vegan, healthy hair products and my hair is a fucking puffball. So we'll see, but I, it's just been going on for so long that I'm very frustrated. Anyways, going back to what the naturopath pretty much said, it's probably your gut health. Before I even got my gut health test, I haven't had my follow-up appointment with her, so I'm just waiting to get my appointment with her for her to actually read it. I don't really know how to read it. Something I definitely am interested, definitely am interested in learning about. It said something about I can't digest carbohydrates, which was interesting. So I don't know what to do about that. I also have noticed when I have a smoothie in the morning instead of like avocado toast with turkey bacon that my skin does seem a little less inflamed. Again, it's sometimes it's hard for me to notice. I try so hard to figure out what the magic answer is and I can't fucking figure it out. So hopefully I'll get some answers soon. But anyways, that's why I think gut health, that's why I, got, I really wanted to talk about gut health because... I know I struggle with acne and I'm sure a lot of other people do. We're going to talk all about like what is gut health? Why should you give a shit? <laughs> Signs of a healthy and unhealthy gut. Gut brain connection. What affects your gut health? And then what you could actually do to improve it. So we got a full packed episode today, guys. So buckle up. <clears throat> so first off, what is the definition of gut health? So Gut health refers to the effective functioning and balance of the digestive system, particularly in the intestines. It's not just about avoiding digestive discomfort, but involves overall well-being of your GI tract. Your gut microbiome is a collection of microorganisms, including bacteria, viruses, and fungi that live in the digestive tract. These microbes play a crucial role in breaking down food, synthesizing nutrients, and even influencing mood and behavior. Long story short, your gut is connected to so many things including your mood including your behavior it's not just about you know having a stomach ache or not going to the bathroom that's definitely part of it but it is so much more than that maintaining a balanced gut microbiome is crucial not only for digestion but also nutrient absorption and strong immune system like i said i can't process carbohydrates is what my gut health test said so i'm excited to see more of what that actually means and how I can actually improve that. So now kind of talking about immune function. Your gut is directly related to your immune function. And so if you have an unhealthy gut, essentially you can get sick easier. Around 70% of your body's immune cells are in the gut, interacting with microbes to re regulate immune response and prevent excess reactions. A balanced gut microbiome aids in the proper functioning of immune cells and helps in warding off infections. It also contributes to reducing chronic inflammation and the risk of certain autoimmune diseases and allergies. Gut health imbalances can lead to immune-related issues like inflammatory, bowel disease, and asthma. Me. I am like the epitome of someone who, growing up, I was always sick. 
but I also was on so many antibiotics, which affects your gut. And so I was on antibiotics for being sick. Like I was that kid that had swine flu. I had mono. Like if there was some sickness going around, I got it growing up. And I'm just a very sensitive person in general. And I think having at a young age, taking all these antibiotics really affected me. And so it's kind of like this cycle where, you know, I have a weakened immune system because I'm just a sensitive human. Take antibiotics to make myself feel better. That kills all the good gut bacteria. That kills all the good gut bacteria in my microbiome, which weakens my gut micro which which weakens my gut which weakens my immune system it's this constant cycle and because i went on all these antibiotics it destroyed all the good gut good gut bacteria which made me more prone to allergy and asthma i've had asthma since i can remember and i'm very curious the time period of when i was actually diagnosed with it because i wonder like if i took a whole bunch of antibiotics and then it started to come on i don't really know but i didn't even know asthma was an effect of your gut until recently and again I've had asthma my whole life and doctors have just been like yep you're just born with it and it is what it is like that's just who you are and what's really interesting is I don't think I really noticed how bad my asthma was until I started recording podcasts I edit out all of the big pauses I have to take to take a big depth oh my god big deep breath in And as I was editing my first couple of podcasts, I'm like, holy shit, like, why am I just like, like taking a big deep breath in? It's like, holy shit, that's my asthma. And I've always like, it's been, it's gotten worse in the last couple of years, honestly. And I really am confused as to why. But also my my asthma has gotten really worse these last couple of years. My acne has been really bad these last couple of years. So I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'm excited to get answers because, you know, it's interesting. I am kind of like a big proponent of like, I don't want to take medicine because I don't want it to affect my gut. Yeah. I take a steroid inhaler twice a day. And my naturopath was like, I would like to get you off of that because you're, as you get older, you're just going to continue to have more types of inhalers or different types of antibiotics to help you or different types of medicine. And like, I want to see that go down. I don't want you to continue this the rest of your life and have to rely on this because when I'm taking my inhaler, my my body is not learning how to cope with it myself. You know, obviously there's times and places when I need it and there is no option. But I think that was really eye-opening for me to be like, whoa, I actually don't want to be taking something the rest of my life. So I am really excited again to get some answers on that. But anyways, that's why you should give a shit. And if you have symptoms, which we'll talk about, go to a naturopath look at your diet. Again, we're going to talk about all this, but just because symptoms are common doesn't mean they're normal. I feel like so many people just suffer through symptoms and they think it's just so part of life when it doesn't, no, like we're not supposed to feel uncomfortable. So yeah, start paying attention to what's going on in your body. So first we're going to talk about signs of a healthy gut and then we'll go into signs of an unhealthy gut. So healthy gut is regular bowel movements, efficient digestion, um, you know, I am very regular in the digestion department, which is again why I'm like hella confused. Like I thought I had good gut health because I'm so regular. Like I go to the bathroom every single morning, like between a certain time period. I usually go before coffee. It's not like I lean on coffee to make me go to the bathroom. So it's just, it's all confusing. And it's not like my 
poop, sorry, TMI, is like, it's really good. I don't have loose stool. Like I don't have diarrhea. I'm not constipated. Like my digestion is good, which is why it's also confusing. I'm like, why the fuck? Like how else? Yeah. I'm just, it's confusing and upsetting and annoying. So if anyone out there is struggling with acne or any other symptoms, I am here for you and I feel for you because it really does suck. And it's one of those things where it's not like super intense, but it's something that's just always kind of there. I also have another symptom underlying issue kind of thing that I'm not going to talk about on here, but if you message me on Instagram, (laughs) I will explain to you what it is because what's interesting too is like, it makes so much sense that it's my gut health after thinking about this symptom, but I just never put it together. And I just was always dealing with it because I thought it was something I was doing or I don't even know. It's just been going on for so long that I'm like, oh, I just ignore it. Also, the absence of just kind of like gastrointestinal discomfort, like bloating, gas, constipation, diarrhea, you don't have any of that if you have a healthy gut. Obviously, within reason, sometimes you eat something funky and that happens. But for the most part, you're not bloated. You don't have gas all the time. You're not constipated. Also, just like a general feeling of physical well-being, like your stomach ache. You don't have stomach upsets all the time. Also, that was something as a child. I had stomach aches all the time. I literally lived off of... Why am I blanking on the name? It's pink. Oh my god. What is it? It's on the tip of my tongue. If I think of it, I'll let you know. It's the one thing you take for stomach aches. I'm blanking. Okay. Anyways, healthy gut also contributes to better nutrient absorption, which is key for overall energy levels, skin health, and general vitality. Um, Also, you'll have clear thinking, better concentration. Since you're gut brain connection is a thing and we'll kind of go into a little bit of that too also anxiety and depression are linked to bad gut health so if you have good gut health you don't have a lot of anxiety you don't have depression if you're having a ton of cravings that could also be a sign of bad gut health quality of sleep means you have a healthy gut which is like it's so crazy like your gut health is linked to literally everything Also food sensitivities. Like me, I kind of had a lot of food sensitivities. And if you have good gut health, you have less food sensitivities. So since I took a food sensitivity test, I think what will happen is I'll have to cut these things out for a period of time. And then once everything is healed, my gut is good to go. Then I will be able to slowly add these things back in. When you take a food sensitivity test, this is not an end all be all for the rest of your life. It's just what's really affecting you right now. So now kind of going into signs of an unhealthy gut. Like I said, bloating. This can be a sign that your gut is not processing food efficiently. Gas, constipation, diarrhea are all signs that you have dysbiosis in your gut, which just means an imbalance of good to bad gut bacteria. Also, unexplained weight changes. Sudden weight gain or loss without a change in diet or exercise can signal gut issues. It might indicate malabsorption of nutrients or an imbalance in good gut bacteria. There's also some more serious gut-related health issues like IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, which again, all these symptoms are similar, but they all can mean different things. Leaky gut syndrome is another more serious gut-related health issue, and then chronic fatigue and mood changes. You are not supposed to feel tired all the time. You are not supposed to be bloated all the time. You are not supposed to feel drained or out of it all the time. If you are not feeling 100%, most of the time there's something going on and it could be an underlying issue whether that is gut health whether that is 
some sort of hormonal imbalance. And it's so important for you to take control of your own health, your own control of your body, because nobody lives in your body besides you. And so you need to take action on yourself because I want you to live a long, healthy life where you're feeling fucking amazing all the time. And if you're not, take a look. What's going on? Go to a doctor, go to a naturopath, ask me, DM me if you don't have the funds to go to a naturopath and I can help the best that I possibly can. Just don't do nothing. Take action. Learn if you need to, you know, go research yourself. Like the most selfish thing you can do is not do anything. It's so important to take matters into your own hand and do something about it and take care of yourself because you literally have one body, you have one life, and it's time that you start treating your body with respect. As harsh as that sounds, I feel like so many fucking people just ignore it and they don't do shit about it because they think it's going to be too hard. Well, guess what? You know what's hard? Dying at a young age. You know what's hard? Not having the energy to play with your kids. You know what's hard? Feeling like shit 24-7. Okay? So go take care of yourself. Wow, I just got very intense there because I think it's so true. Like, I just don't understand when people don't want to take care of themselves. I think people also think it's way too, it's way more complicated than it is. Yes, gut health and hormonal imbalances. Sometimes there's a little bit of underlying issues, but 90% of the people can fix those things if they change their diet and move their body and drink more water. It is not that complicated. And also too, people think eating healthy means either boring food or it's too complicated or it's too expensive and that is just bullshit honestly you can eat healthy at a discount yes meat costs money but i guarantee the people that are eating unhealthy are not skipping out on the meat so it's not about the money vegetables are cheap as fuck go buy vegetables protein you're already eating anyways so go eat that cut all the fucking processed bullshit it's not helping you. It's hurting you. It's affecting your gut, which is affecting your mood. It can cause anxiety, depression. Like you have to take matters into your own fucking hands and stop waiting for someone to come save you. You have to be the one that takes action. Okay. Wow. I'm getting really intense here. I think, you know, we live in a different time right now where resources are more readily available and you can go learn yourself very, very easily. And I think, I understand if you don't have the money to invest in a coach, but that doesn't mean you just sit back and wait to have the money to do something. There are so many free things you can do right now. Also, you have to eat no matter what. So whether you're spending your money on unhealthy shit or healthy shit, that's your decision. And so how you feel about yourself, how you feel in your body, that is you. That is all you. You're the one that gets to decide how you feel. You're the one that gets to decide if you want to eat healthy. You're the one that gets to decide if you're going to move your body and drink water. It's all you. And I know sometimes there's other pieces to the puzzle and it's not maybe as simple as that. You know, maybe you have a partner, but like they're not stopping you from drinking hella water. If you want to eat healthier foods, they don't. You make the meals or have a conversation your partner should want to support you moving your body. Even if you work a nine to five job and you're working all the time, go take some laps around the office. Like there's so many little things you can do for your health that you don't need a big budget. You don't need anybody else. It's just you. Okay. Wow. Sorry. I guess I had to get that off my chest. I didn't know that was bothering me so much. (laughs) 
but ask for help like there's so many free resources i'm here message me i don't bite i i want to help as many people as i possibly can so reach out if you're struggling and ask for help okay (laughs) wow so those are the good and bad signs of this that's what a healthy and unhealthy gut look like okay i think we're pretty clear on that now let's kind of talk about the gut brain connection and i'm gonna read this off because it's put in a very simplified way the gut and brain are linked through the gut brain axis enabling communication between the digestive system and the brain this connection involves the nervous system including the vagus nerve hormones and the immune system it is all connected the gut produces neurotransmitters like serotonin which affect your mood serotonin is known for influencing emotions and is largely largely made in the gut like i said like I think 70% of serotonin is made, yeah, made in the gut, which is wild. So if you want to be happy, you need to have a happy gut, okay? Gut bacteria also create and regulate neurotransmitters like GABA, which calms the brain and dopamine related to pleasure and motivation. Again, some people think that they need to wait for motivation to eat healthy, to move their body. But once you start doing the things you're your motivation is going to skyrocket because you're going to feel amazing. So stop waiting. It's the moral of the story. (laughs) The gut's health can influence brain function and vice versa. For example, stress can affect gut health leading to issues like IBS. The gut-brain link also affects appetite, eating habits, through hormone signals. Improving gut health with a good diet, probiotics, and healthy lifestyle can positively affect brain function and mental health. Like I said, it's all connected. And honestly, the biggest thing I feel, everything is important. Movement, you know, sleep, stress, all of the things that we'll go into. But I feel like what affects your gut health the most is your diet. So consuming a diverse range of foods that are rich in fiber, vegetables, and whole grains support a healthy gut. On the other hand, a diet high in processed foods, sugar, and unhealthy fats can lead to an imbalance. I read a book called Fiber Fueled, and it's all about how eating a diversity of plants helps your gut because the fiber in the plants helps feed your gut microbiome. And so if you have if you have the same type of plant over and over again, you're only feeding one type of microbe. But if you have a diversity, you're feeding all of them and then they all can flourish, which leads to a healthy gut. So having a diversity of plants is so important. Also stress impacts your gut immensely. And chronic stress can disrupt the microbiome balance, leading to an increased gut permeability, which is leaky gut, meaning literally food leaks out of your gut, which is which is wild. Like you literally have holes in your intestines. Sleep is also a big one. And again, sleep and stress are directly correlated. If you are sleeping like shit, you are going to be stressed. I know this from personal. I know this from working with over a hundred clients like the stress and sleep go hand in hand and if you can take one thing from this episode it's to get better sleep because that is going to lead you to having more energy less stress having the energy to actually go out and make healthy choices antibiotics like i kind of mentioned also affect your gut antibiotics essentially reduce the diversity and number of healthy gut bacteria healthy bacteria in the gut sometimes leading to long-term changes in the gut floor which again, is what I think happened to me is taking so many antibiotics over the years, not only antibiotics from being sick, but also from, also from me 
having acne and wanting to fix that. I've taken every fucking antibiotic you can think of. Like any acne, I've done Accutane, Menocycline, Doxycycline, Spirolactone, Doxycycline. I don't even know what else there is, but you name it, I've been on it, which is crazy because that tries to help your, again, it's like that cycle. You think that these antibiotics are going to clear your skin. They're going to clear for a second, but then it's fucking up your gut, which is going to make the acne come back. So it's just this constant motherfucking cycle. As you can tell, I'm very upset by this. I just think it's so upsetting because we look at doctors, we look at dermatologists, we rely on them to lead us in the right direction, but all they're doing is actually messing us up. And I'm not saying, you know, there's a time and a place for antibiotics. I'm not an anti-doctor girly. I actually love my doctor, but I think there's a time and a place and they don't give you all of the information and they honestly don't even know so many of them like I even went to my doctor at Kaiser and she was like I'm really pushing to get you know stool tests in Kaiser but it's really hard because Kaiser's a big-ass corporation and like in medical school medical school I don't think they learn about gut health they don't talk about nutrition that's for sure but like I just think it's frustrating when we go to these people thinking that they have all the answers and they're gonna lead us right when they don't like even there's a whole birth control topic. The whole birth control topic is so upsetting to me because they say, oh, take this magic pill. It's going to fix everything and you won't get pregnant. Oh, wow. Cool. Amazing. Love it. But guess what? It fucks up your hormones. Your body isn't even functioning like a normal woman while you're taking birth control. You don't get a period. You don't ovulate. Like, And that's something that we are naturally supposed to be doing. Anyways, I could go on and on. But I think it's just, it's frustrating to me that we go to these people. They have all these years of training. They, you know, heal so many people. But this is what Eric always says is we don't have a healthcare system. We have a sick care system. You go to them when you're sick. You go to them when you're sick and dying. You don't have them help you become a healthier human. And so, you know, they don't know any, they don't know everything. But another thing that actually really affects your gut is alcohol consumption and I know I know no one wants to hear this but it's true because at the end of the day alcohol alters the bacteria in your gut which affects good and bad bacteria which is gut dysbiosis which could lead to a million different things and so that's why for me like I don't I'm not a casual let's have a glass of wine on the weekday type of a girl with dinner like I one doesn't excite me in any way and two it affects your gut and your sleep and everything so immensely that it's just not worth it to me you know I'm going to Tahoe this weekend yeah I'm gonna drink but it's kind of one of those things where it's like a planned it's a planned thing and I feel okay about it and it's more of the casual having a glass of wine or two every single day that's really going to negatively affect your gut and I'm not saying what I do is right where I drink a little bit more but fewer times you know certain weekends and stuff like that but you know I'm doing it in a way that works for me and yeah maybe that's not the perfect way and if you are someone that has a drink every single night try taking one night off and just and you have gut health problems try taking one night off and just see how your gut feels see how your sleep is see how your stress is the next day i just want to talk about foods that really promote healthy gut so fiber rich foods like i said diversity of plants already kind of went into that but also probiotic rich foods like fermented foods like yogurt kefir sauerkraut kimchi kombucha are rich in probiotics 
which are live beneficial bacteria that can replenish and balance the gut microbiome. Prebiotics, again, in plants, fermented foods like yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, kimchi, and kombucha are, oh my god, I just read that sign. I was like, wait, I thought these are probiotics. Prebiotics are like garlic, onion, leeks, asparagus, and bananas, which are non-digestible food components that promote the growth of healthy bacteria in the gut. Again, you don't have to make big changes. Like, put a banana in your smoothie. Foods high, also polyphenol-rich foods are amazing for your gut. So these are foods high in polyphenols are berries, green tea, dark chocolate, and olive oil. Yes, you heard me, dark chocolate. Don't be eating that milk chocolate that has a shit ton of added sugar. Go eat some dark chocolate. I know for me, when I'm on my period or the week leading up, I crave dark chocolate, crave it. And I'm not restricting myself. My body is craving it for a reason. So just go and find a chocolate that doesn't have a lot of added sugar. Hue, who chocolate, H-U chocolate is so good. There's salt. They have like a sea salt one and it's so good. But again, I'm not talking milk chocolate with three and sugar and all the things in there. Dark chocolate. Polyphenols are compounds that gut bacteria can break down, supporting microbial diversity. Foods you should avoid void or reduce are highly processed foods, excess sugar, certain types of fats, like trans fats and saturated fats, and just ultra processed foods that have that are high in fat can alter your gut microbiome. Also, artificial sweeteners can really negatively affect your gut. Also, trying to avoid having coffee on an empty stomach. Like I said, hormones, gut health, it's all connected, but when you have coffee on an empty stomach, you are just spiking your cortisol which also can spike your insulin. So, and we want our bodies to be balanced and calm. And spiking cortisol, that's your stress hormone. It's really, really important to have just a little bit of food. Have a little bit of cushion for that so you don't have like that spike in blood sugar. Yes, we kind of talked about stress, you know, importance of sleep, regular exercise. It actually improves digestion and reduces stress. Again, all connected. I know that was a lot and there were some sciencey parts in there but for the most part I try to keep it as simple as possible here are some things that you can literally do today to start improving your gut health so one pay attention to ingredients if there are weird shit in it that you can't understand it's probably not going to be very good for you or your gut so pay attention to ingredients add in those probiotic rich foods like I mentioned also mindful eating is so important slow the fuck down chew your food pay attention to what's going in your body it's just going to be able to help you from overeating stuffing your body and also just improves digestion when you slow down your body has the time to actually digest instead of just being holy fuck all this food is coming in so slow down stay hydrated it's really amazing for nutrient absorption maybe that's my thing maybe i need to drink more water okay also limit alcohol and smoking manage your stress. I feel like this is honestly the hardest one. Like making diet changes, obviously it's a it's an adjustment, but managing your stress can be so challenging. And I know you don't want to hear it, but go meditate, you guys. Go for a walk. It's so important to have these stress management techniques so you can know what to do when you're stressed. If you don't know what the fuck to do and you're so stressed out, like make a list of things that make you feel good. So then if you are in a stressful period of time, you can use these tools to actually help you. Some are like meditation, going for a walk, journaling, EFT tapping, 
like different breathing exercises. So it's important to figure out what actually works for you. And then regular health checkups, maybe with a naturopath. I'm sorry. I, I have nothing against normal doctors. Again, like I said, I think there's a time and a place for them. But truthfully, I think naturopathic doctors are essential and they know so much about how everything in your body is related and they have natural remedies to actually help you heal whatever it is that you're going through and also to sign up with a coach if you're someone that feels like they there's all this information and then they don't know what to do next sign up with a coach i have some spots open so if you have an interest in working directly with me go ahead and shoot me a dm because even if you are unsure don't know if it's something in the cards right now not the right time that's totally okay but shoot me a message so we can just talk and you know see one if you'd be a good fit for the program but two if you're ready for coaching or if you need coaching i'm all about giving some free advice too so if you just have like one simple question i'll i have no problem answering that so shoot me a dm on at Ashley Robotsfit, A-S-H-L-E-Y-R-O-B-U-T-Z, because the benefit of having a coach is everybody is so different. And, you know, maybe you don't have the space in your brain right now to stop drinking, work out five days a week, drink more water, focus on your nutrition, add in gut health friendly foods. Like there's a lot of things. Work on your sleep, work on your stress. Like there's a lot of things. And the thing with the coach is we meet you where you're at. We give you the step-by-step guide for you to navigate this journey because at the end of the day, yeah, you're not going to be able to change every single thing at once because if you do that, you're going to give up at some point. And so with the coach, we really lean into figuring out like who you are as a human, how your brain works, what motivates you, what your schedule is like so we can help guide you and give you the information as you go along your journey so you're not just trying to change everything at once. When I was getting into my health and fitness journey, if I would have known about coaches, because truly I feel like coaches are still kind of like a new thing. If I would have known about coaches, I would have been so grateful because it was so confusing to me at first. I was like, okay, what do I do? Uh, This influencer says I should do this, so I'm going to do this. But like, is that what I should be doing? Whereas like, I would have taken the guesswork out of everything. So coaches are beneficial for a million reasons, but we can help guide you and tell you what your next steps are, meet you where you're at, hold you accountable. So if you don't know what the fuck to do when you're so confused, shoot me a DM, okay? Again, this is what I do for a living. I love this stuff. Even if you just want to chat in the DMs for a little bit, shoot me a message, okay? But I hope you enjoyed this episode of Holistic Health is Hot. And if you have any questions, as always, shoot me a message and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye, guys. Bye. Boy. Boy, boy. Bye. Bye. <laughs>